coming to you from the bowels of the basement. It's TJ After Dark. You know him as Tony Johnson, who's guested on Songs from the Basement, Basement Metal, and national radio stations heard all over the world. Now you have a chance to share the intimacy and magic, the aura, a musical experience that you've never heard before. It's TJ After Dark, playing the rock, the fantasy, and meeting of the minds. Catch TJ After Dark starting soon on an internet station near you. TJ After Dark. Afraid of the dark? Here, the musical experience you've been waiting for. It's Tony Johnson, TJ After Dark. Here's your host, Tony Johnson, and his psychic musical mechanic, Stuart Held. Musical mechanic, Stuart Held. I like that. I like that too. It sounds like I know uh, about working on cars. <laughs> <laughs> and I know nothing about cars except for putting gas in them. <laughs> so, anyway, welcome. Uh, for the next indefinite period of time, you're going to be hearing classic rock that's been buried, that's being uncovered for the first time, some of it in decades. That's so, right. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, I guess without further ado, it's all yours, Stuart. Launch into it. All right, here we go. The first song, here's some DP on TJ After Dark.
Okay, okay. Uh, it's okay. TJ After Dark, uh, Tony J, and Stuart H here with you. That's right, guys. Just and heard, girls. Yeah, and gals, everyone. Just heard uh, from uh, Gary Moore there. Oh, yeah, we and, certainly uh, did. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's see. Oh, now I got only... Oh, hold on. Okay, now I got both ears. Okay, I hope so. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, anyway, started things off with Deep Purple um, with uh, Speed King. And uh, Deep Purple and Gary Moore, actually uh, with a common uh, link, uh, uh, Ian Pace of Deep Purple played uh, drums uh, on one, one or two records for Gary Moore. Anyway, uh, I I can't remember. I saw I saw Gary Moore open up for Rush he, in he 1984. Oh. Yeah, that was at the old Med Center, which is long gone now. But uh, anyway, uh, and uh, so but what I'd like to know is if Ian Pace was even in the band when I saw him there. I never. Uh, it, it was a great show, though. Uh, Gary Moore put on an excellent show. Mm. And uh, so anyway, but uh, this show here um, is, uh, well, we recorded this on Memorial Day. Yeah. Of, uh, and um, the weather's hot up here, too. Yeah, 2021. And, and you know uh, what? I actually had to go mow the lawn before the show started. Ah. Uh, oh, Tony, you are a slave driver, I'll tell you that. <laughs> mow well, the lawn. And the backyard, too, which doesn't need it. Okay. Yeah, one little circle. Well, a little circle, that's all you got? That was about, it. About back? Okay. Boy, am I tired. Well, anyway, this show is going out in particular to my lady from Rochester, Minnesota, Julie Hamp. When was she born? And, uh, I so, didn't know you had a kid. So, no, 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 no. Oh, She's, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Julie's a special lady. And, uh, yeah, we got, uh, well, we got a long-distance relationship going. She actually lives, uh, I'm... In Minneapolis, she lives in a group home in Sartell. Oh, uh, but we see each other every few weeks because she's got family here in the city. So every like three, at least once a month. Okay. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, this show. Uh, I got a song here uh, that's going out in particular to Julie. She knows why. Uh, so uh, you got it ready? It's, All ready uh, to go? Yeah. This is Metallica on TJ After Dark. Something. Oh, okay. 
No, Stuart, don't panic. There's nothing wrong with the speed on your equipment. Don't tamper with the internet, I guess. No, no, oh, no. They okay. just they did a little bit of uh, playing around with the tape machine at the end of that song. So kind of like I'm playing around with the internet here. <laughs> Stick around by ACDC. That's coming off uh, import. Um, it's a high voltage uh, import, but it's got it's got a few yeah. songs that were uh, I don't know at least a couple of songs that were never released here in the states. So uh, and uh, let's see uh, before that. Let's see here. Oh, I'm just putting it that way. That's right. Those Australian bands, actually, uh, like uh, ACDC, Little River Band, Easy Beats, uh, they um, when they put a record out in the states or up here in North America, they always kept a few songs uh, down in Australia that we never got to hear unless you were really in the know of uh, their music. Or unless you got to travel wherever you wanted. Yeah. There's an excellent song by Olivia Newton-John, a rock song called My Daddy's Got a Gun, that came out in 72. It's nothing like her schmaltzy stuff. This is rock. Okay. And it's great, and it never came out here. Unless it did on a single, but it never went anywhere. Sounds like an anthem for the prom. Uh, true. <laughs> the only reason why I know this because one of my other radio friends played it on one of his uh, radio shows in 72, so obviously they, yeah, I guess it did come out up here, but it never went anywhere. This is before she actually made it really big, so. Okay. But I just thought I'd throw that factoid in. Anyway, the one before that was uh, Out of Saxon. By yeah. Saxon, yeah, <laughs> from the Denim and Sorry. Leather record. That's okay. And the one before that was... Um, Oh, Anesthesia Pulling Teeth. Uh, that's uh, the late, great Cliff Burton's bass instrumental from Kill 'Em All. Uh, yeah. That's going out in particular to my gal. Uh, let's, now I'm down to my, oh, okay, we got both ears now. Technique problems here. So, uh, no, that's going out to my gal Julie Hanf uh, out in uh, Sartell. Uh, she's, uh, long story short, she's having some, she's got to have some painful dental work done. Yuck. So, uh Anyway, but, uh, yeah, and uh, so, let's see, didn't you, oh, you were wondering. uh, Yeah, where does she live again? Yeah, she lives in a group home in Sartell. We got a long-distance thing going. She she gets in town at least once a month because she's she's got family here in the cities. But, yeah, it's an intimate little uh, group home, uh, McKinney Family Care Services. So, Ah. they're great. They're, uh, they got a. It's you know like I say, it's not that many residents. Everyone knows each other, and it's they they got a thing where um, uh, at least once a week each resident gets to cook dinner, and mm. uh, so and Julie uh, comes from a family of excellent cooks. I swear, yeah, Julie and her family really know food. I had I remember I was uh, with my dad in Madison, Wisconsin once, and uh, my dad once? commented, yeah, it okay. was. And uh, we were uh, we were out to eat, and my dad commented, "You can always eat well in Wisconsin." Julie's family would fit in perfectly in Wisconsin because uh, uh, the whole all of them know food. So, anyway, send a shout out to all of them. And uh, so, let's see what do we got. Oh, uh, have you got the next one queued up here? Oh, it's yeah, all ready to go. We, we got a blast from the past here for you. Uh, see if you remember this one. Now, this is Shooting Starts, uh, TJ After Dark. That's right, 1981. Working hard to make a living Till the sun goes down to nothing But my fingers are the broken nothing But you're still And when I whistle blow 
got TJ After Dark. It's TJ After Dark here, uh, coming from Stuart Held's basement. That's right. And uh, <laughs> Should I turn on the lights now? No, it's it's okay. not Halloween. You don't have to talk like that. So uh, Okay. Okay. Just heard from uh, U2, uh, 1987. Right. Uh, that's uh, That was Silver and Gold. Uh, before that, uh, oh, Frank Marino. Right. Of uh, Mahogany Rush fame. Uh, doing uh, Strange Dreams. Uh, it's coming off the uh, Juggernaut album. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like 1982. Christmas uh, Eve, I first heard that. That was my sophomore year high school, oh. so I guess that gives away how old I am. Oh, I already was out of high school a year and a half at that point. And... Uh, <laughs> Before that, uh, let's see. Oh, it was a lady. Lovely Lita Ford. Right. Uh, I Gotta Let Go, uh, coming off Dancing Off the Edge. and uh, Dancing Lita's, Off the Edge. Oh, wrong song, sorry. <laughs> Lita's uh, got uh, quite uh, the list of credits, actually. She's pretty accomplished, uh, you know, not just, uh, you know, I mean, starting out in the Runaways, but, I mean, she moved on to work with uh, some of the great, some a lot of her idols. Uh, mm. Right, you know. Of course, she did. Uh, she did that duo with uh, Ozzy. Who's I? You, you don't. Don't you remember? Close my eyes forever. No. No, you no. of all people. I never heard it before. Never she heard did something with Uzai with Ozzy Osbourne. Yes. Right. Close my eyes forever. Okay, I guess I can listen to this. One. <laughs> well, you know, I was probably in Atlantis at that point. I. It, <laughs> <laughs> if you had never heard that song, you of all people. I, Me of all people. I missed a few over the years okay. from time to time. That one I missed. They I'm played sorry. it at the hot rocket station that you used to work at. No wonder I wasn't listening. <laughs> Weren't they okay. playing my dump? No, no, that was another no, station. No, 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 another station. Oops, I should so. have been listening. In a prob- they probably were playing it right when I was in the building, too. So, anyway. Um, I'll but, ask Cal uh, Hoover on that. Yeah, let's see. Uh, so Lita, let's see, uh, married to Tony Iommi for a time. Right, right. And uh, so, uh, but uh, yeah, she's quite the uh, accomplished lady by now. So yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see. And before that, we had uh, let's see. Oh, didn't we? Do you remember what was? I know uh, we had Shooting Star. Right from the Hang On to Your Wife Tonight, or Life Tonight uh, for 1981. <laughs> I met them so, uh, many years ago when they oh, were on tour. Yeah. And they, they were nice guys, though. I had a chance to talk to their drummer, uh, Steve Thomas, Steve Thompson. And, um, yeah, we, we talked about drum stuff because he played drums, I played drums. And uh, the concert we were at was a uh, up here. It doesn't exist anymore. Something called Trout Air. Oh, yeah. And that was in 84. Another old former friend of mine uh, got us tickets. Um, you know, three other people went. And we were able to uh, see Hart. They were the opener. And okay. anyway, Tony Carey, Shooting Star, and Hart. What was the other? Uh, there was one more act there. I can't remember who they were. But um, they were uh, all playing outside. This like June of 84, I believe it was. And I'm we're on the side of the stage, so we're watching Hart and this Steve Nyard. He's saying, God, I've always liked these guys, Hart. They're so talented. Yeah. And I said, I like the drummer. And um, he said, you know, they, the drummer came from Montrose. I said, Danny Carmasi. Right. Yeah. And I said, wait a minute, you mean the city or the band? He goes, oh, no, the band. I, I, I turned to Steve. I said, 
uh, we are in competition with him now. <laughs> I said, they're a great band. He goes, yeah, they're great. You know, and then he said, Sammy Hagar played with them. I said, yes, he did. He did sing with them a couple albums. And I said, okay, we're in the wrong business. Uh, you go and get, get a hold of Ronnie Montrose. You take his place. And he goes, well, what, what am I going to say to the guys I play with now? I said, see ya. <laughs> I said, no, just kidding. You keep going with Shooting Star. But, yeah, he, he was a nice guy to kid around with. Then this guy in the trench coat comes up behind us with shades. I'm looking. I went, hello. Oh. And he was like, uh. I was like, okay, uh, Stoner. No, it t- turned out to be Tony Carey. Oh, really? Yep. That okay. was who the other person. I'm just like, well, you can join us. You he know. probably didn't want uh, people crowding around him or something. It was probably a disguise, right? Well, Steve was on the right side. I was on the left. And, uh, so. yeah, we ganged up on him. So, Okay. <laughs> all we did, all, yeah, you know what we did to him? No. We offered him a mint. No, just kidding. And that was worth a mint. No, just kidding. He, he just uh, came oh, out okay. from his trailer to see a show and, you know, the heart uh, performance. And that was it. And then I um, actually had a chance to ask uh, one person who was, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, working with Hart. And I said, look, are they, uh, when is their next record? And they said, they're not going to go in the studio till November. And that was uh, to record their classic Hart record well, on what, their new label. What year did you see this show, anyway? This is June 84. A June of 84, okay. Yeah, if I remember. Yeah, it was, yeah, Trout Air. That was like a half hour out of town here. It Forest Lake like, area. Yeah, it's way up north. North to Alaska. Because I did see the show uh, that they had the next year. That was Iron Maiden, Rats, Except, and Mama's Boys. My Mammy's Boys? Okay. So, uh, and uh, that was quite the event. Uh, not just for, it was, they said the show was going to go on rain or shine. Mm-hmm. It definitely shone. It was like not a cloud in the sky. About uh, in the upper 90s, it was a great wow. event, not just for watching bands, but some uh, serious girls at that show. So, Sweat in the sunshine. So, yeah, who needs Woodstock? Wayne so, Stock. Anyway. <laughs> hey, there's some bad licorice going around. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, so. mine would be there's some bad Fruit Loops going around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Held Stock. Held Stock. <laughs> Oh, boy, that would be fun uh, to, to get up a bunch of bands around this area and get them to play. Yeah, that's for sure. Held so. <laughs> Dream on me. <laughs> so so let's launch yeah. into the next song here. Okay. Here's a track from 1982. The band is called... Taxi. You got it.
Okay, now, here we are. Now you're rocking. Now that I got a loose screw here, <laughs> look at that. This is what happens when you rock and roll, and your chair starts falling up, falling apart. Okay. Uh, at least I gave you a good one. <laughs> so a good. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna say. Anyway, um. <laughs> well, this isn't uh, just regular analog radio, so. But not uh, really. Anyway, just heard from Fraley's comment there, uh, coming off uh, the debut album. 
Uh, I was real happy for Ace when he finally got that album out. It's a great album. So It really and, is. Uh, There's a bunch of good tracks off here. That last one, yeah, that we just heard, uh, probably heard the title in the chorus, Breakout. Breakout! That song is going out. Shooting and, Star? Uh, it, yeah, I hadn't it. thought of that. Yeah, Breakout. They had, they yeah, had there's a, a lot of songs with common titles out there. So, Or I'd love, I'd love to see a metal band going, Break in! <laughs> Break in! Okay, maybe not. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> hold your breath. But, uh, anyway, um, no, that song is going out in particular to Paul Valez, uh, who uh, okay. just, um, uh, he was telling me that uh, he just recently picked up the Revenge album by Kiss. Great record, that, great record uh, by them. Too. Yeah, that ends with uh, a track called Car Jam 1981, because that was the first album they did after Eric Carr died. And uh, the Car Jam, uh, if, if for those Kiss fans who've ever heard that, uh, that's uh, that is basically the song that we just heard. That's like the, an early draft of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the Car Jam, it, it included a an iconic drum solo which they said in the credits is the only one that Eric ever recorded huh. and uh, and what they did was uh, they uh, overdubbed Bruce Kulick on lead guitar and they shortened the song down so that the drum solo would be the the highlight of it and uh, gosh damn Paul I'm sorry I when I saw you last week I uh, I wanted to get uh, the song that we just heard break out onto a, a cassette or a CD for you so you can hear the yeah, so that you could hear the finished uh, product. But yeah, that's uh, Eric Carr is in the credits, uh, having written that riff. And uh, that's good. Ace, uh, a- I guess Ace originally wanted to get Eric Carr on the Fraley's Comet album, but he was under a tight contract with uh, Kiss, and they wouldn't let him do it. So, um, but uh, anyway, uh, yes, Eric Carr, God rest his soul. So that's right. And uh, before that, uh, let's see. What what was uh, before that? Yup, yup. Taxi. Oh, Taxi. Uh, I'm ta- leaving. The band called Taxi, interestingly, with a song called I'm Leaving. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm leaving in a taxi. It's better than leaving on a jet plane. No, 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 definitely not that. By Peter, Paul, and Larry. So. <laughs> okay. And the one before that was, I think we covered this, Silver and Mold by U2. Oh, Gold. yeah. Yeah, that was the previous. <laughs> oh, that's right. So. We, we covered that. So. so, anyway. What else do we do? Just stay there, piece of paper. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm I'm his uh, his uh, mechanic here, musical mu- so, mechanic. So, uh, I'm I'm running the board because so, I'm bored. I knew there was a line coming up about that in there. I I just thought of it right now. That's what happens when you're. Bo- I mean, no, when you're running a show. Never mind. That's what I'm I gotta not bring bored your, with. Your I gotta show. bring. I gotta bring a car with some rim shots on there every time he comes up with a line. So. I can't believe this screw came out of this chair. I'm ready to fall over any time. No. <laughs> Maybe we better get another song started so you can work on it. Uh, no, that's all right. Uh, we we can gap here for a minute or so. So um, I'm just going to put oh, that Did you remember here. to change the speed on that other turntable? Yeah, what? I do not Oh, yeah, I did change the speed on that okay, turntable. Okay, I just didn't want you to find out the hard way. And I also watching the pitch control on the cassette tape, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, so. so we're we're having actually we're having a good time here. It's uh, Tony Johnson. He's TJ. I'm Stuart Held. S H. I I used to do that way back in third grade. So. I'm so sorry, S H. Basically, it's like shut up, you piece of chicken soup. I swore actually back okay. then. Okay, my teacher didn't like that. 
do it, you go to the end of the line. Actually, you know what I always wanted to do on the first day of school if I had a teacher who was like a real bitch or something? <gasps> is um. What did you uh, say? You go to the end of the line. Actually, you is, can say uh, that on the internet Yeah, now. If she, when she wasn't looking or when she stepped out of the line on the first day of school, write the name like Miss Radbags on the blackboard so that everyone who came to class would see it. And <laughs> Miss Radbags, <laughs> Miss Radbags. So. Yeah, it's a song. It is. You know, oh, okay. She carries her bags in her hand, and she shops at whatever Kmart. Not one of those novelties bags. that you wrote yourself. Not, well, I'm writing one right now. Oh, okay. But it's not very good. Okay. <laughs> Miss Rag Bags, Miss Rags Bags, the only Rad girls. Bags. Oh, Rat Bags. Rat Bags, the only girl that squeaks that in was, my class. That was that was a name created by uh, the Monty Python group, actually. Hey, so. Monty Python. So oh, jolly good then. See, we got the next uh we got the next song queued up here. Nope. No. I actually didn't get a chance to do it. Although before we get to the next song, um since this is the debut show, I thought uh Tony Zerna's wings to uh fly solo um, you know, away from the songs from the basement stuff, basement metal. Although Tony will always return to basement metal, you know, BM and uh yeah. BM beans. And um don't get no people out there. Don't get any ideas. Uh, okay, you can, but uh, keep them off the internet. Anyway, um, I I was um, convincing Tony that he's got so many songs. Sometimes we we're on the telephone, and when I'm doing some of my shows, Tony's on the other end going, "Well, I've got a song here by uh, this group or that group," and. I'm thinking, okay, and you, I think you should have your uh-huh. own show. And it's like, well, it is your show. It's your studio. It's your yeah. But I think you you should uh, you're, you're able to fly solo. You can do this, kid. Watch, you'll be more popular than I am. Um, but uh, anyway, but Tony did bring down a bunch of stuff he wanted to play, and you know uh, wanted to make this his good debut show. Um, although. Even though we um, had the line for, um, you know, uh, Tony, I thought it'd be great to have um, a title for it instead of just saying the Tony Johnson Variety Show. No, whoop. no, that's sounds pretty generic. Actually. Yeah, so we wanted to make it good. So we had a promo, I a couple promos I made called TJ After Dark, and this is uh, one that this is what it sounds like. Coming to you from the bowels of the basement, it's TJ, TJ, TJ After Dark. You know him as Tony Johnson, who has guested on Songs from the Basement, Basement Metal, and other national radio stations heard all over the world. Now you get a chance to share the intimacy, the magic, the aura, and a musical experience you've never heard before. It's TJ, TJ, TJ After Dark, playing the rock, the fantasy, and meeting of the minds. Catch TJ, TJ, TJ After Dark, starting soon on an internet radio station near you. TJ After Dark. Well, that's uh, one of the um, promos for us to make it sound so sultry and sexy and... You know, make sure that, uh, you know, the girls are going to be tuning in and going, Oh, I got to listen to that TJ guy. <laughs> and then, yeah, what was it? Gene Simmons once asked, uh, 
uh, well, a veteran radio voice uh, from here in Minnesota, Dave Dworkin. Oh, uh, yeah, God I rest him. I worked with but, Dave. Uh, yeah, Gene had, had asked Dave uh, on a, in a telephone interview, Gene said, "Do uh, when you're on the air, do the girls ever out there go, oh, I want to be with that voice? Mm-hmm. Like that. And he said it does happen to us, actually. He said not as often as we like it to, but uh, he said it does happen from time to time. And Gene was like, so you like it more than once. Okay. You know what, though? Uh, Yeah, there are, well, even way back when I was in high school, our high school radio station, uh, the guy after me, he turned into such a sex symbol. All the girls were, the minute I would say, coming up is so-and-so, the phones would light up right for him. And they would. I I got so pissed. It was like no one, (laughs) nobody called for me. But coming up in 15 minutes is, uh, I don't know, Peter Piper. And all of a sudden, that's not his real name. but uh, I And just the phone Peter. lines would light up just light like Christmas time. Like a, like a Christmas tree, and I'd have to answer the phone. You know, um, our radio station was called KDXL. KDXL. Perry? This is Perry? <laughs> no, it's not Perry. He's not Indian. Click. Yeah, I, w- I would. But when he gets in, can he tell him to call me? This is this is Stephanie. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I'll tell okay. him to call. Click. Next one. Perry? Is Perry there? <laughs> no, he's not here. Uh, I would love to just talk. Click. <laughs> I was just like, I got a show to do. I got records to queue up. I've got promos to do. I've got phones to answer. Oh, that's right. Click. Never. Was he Was oh. he one of those guys where when you're walking down the street with him to like the local bar or something, the gals would flock around him and he was a babe magnet and... Uh, he had one, well, actually, there was another guy who uh, brought in girls to the station. Uh, another guy who actually, well, we'll just call him Perry. And this guy, literally, um, I was on the air and doing my show, and all of a sudden Perry comes in and turns off the big light to the to the, uh, to the whole radio station. Uh. There were three rooms there, three separate rooms. And he said, I've got guests coming down. I'm like, okay. So he goes, I don't know where he went, somewhere else in the school. I don't know. Maybe he went to, uh, I don't know, the bathroom uh, and had to take care of his push care or something. But um, anyway, these girls come in, these two girls, beautiful girls, in their swimming suits. Oh. Oh, my God. And they go... Are you Perry? And I go, well, um, well, I am I... on the air, <laughs> and I'm like, oi, 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 um, uh, make yourself home. Uh, welcome to the station. And one girl came up to me and she gave me a big hug. I really like your radio show. I've been listening the last half hour. I said, well, thank you very much. Yeah, I've been on since, uh, you know, whatever, five thirty or so. And um, and she's like. Oh, you know what? When you get off the air, I'm going to... Right then, Perry comes in. Hey, did my girls come in? And I'm just like, oh, you little piece of frosted flake. I was having a good time for five minutes talking to these girls, and one was starting to pretty much climb all over me, and uh, and then he walks in. I could have said, oh, by the way, that's our, our other DJ. I'm Perry. <laughs> so... That'll be in my uh, book that I write about our radio station. Some, uh, oh, um, the fun thing was, uh, this Perry said, I'm going to be in the middle studio. Do not come in under any circumstance. I'm like, okay. And he obviously wasn't talking to the girls. Yeah, he was talking to me. And he said, absolutely no no uh, circumstance. Do you turn those GD lights on? Absolutely not. Luckily, we had a little uh, light like we have over here, like a little desk lamp. So I had to plug that in and do the rest of my show pretty much in the dark. 
alone, unfortunately. But um, that's the way I prefer it. Uh, <laughs> sexual stuff. Anyway, um, so I'm doing my show, and I'm playing... At that time, this was when disco was at its height. Oh, okay. Oh, I had to play the worst songs. I had to play Peaches and Herbs, Sister Sledge, ABBA, all those. Everything you hear today. And then there yeah. were some worse songs, like Rubber Biscuit by the Blues Brothers. We had to play that every hour on the hour. Our program oh, yeah. director uh, loved that song. And he said, play it as much as you can. And I'm thinking, are you kidding? Uh, so we were playing a disco version of Here Comes the Night by the Beach Boys. I think it was a big hit then. Well, who did that? It would, uh, you wouldn't think it would be the Beach Boys themselves. No, it was them. It was a disco. They redid one of their original oh, songs. Oh, they did. Okay. But what I did, I played the original version from 67 from their Wild Honey record. Yeah. I could not stand disco at that point. I, I, and I just hated you know going to my classes. Hey, Hild. How come your station sucks? All they do is play effing disco. Don't you know disco? Disco sucks. I'm like, tell it to the program director. <laughs> why can't you play a lot of punk and new wave and rock? I'm just like, yeah, why can't we play new wave and rock? That's my my uh, thing. I don't want to go down My feelings, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to play Peaches and Herb and Blues Brothers like we do. You know, uh, the only thing that uh, our program director wanted us to play that was rock was Renegade by Styx and we oh, oh god we yeah. played that to the we burnt that record to the ground or down to the label anyway um, so getting back to Perry and his two uh, guests yes. um, he locked the second door and absolutely um, instructions no one is to come in while he's entertaining <laughs> okay so everything's fine I'm alright with it I'm doing my show ten minutes later um, even to my surprise, the lights go on. All of a sudden, I hear him go, What in the... <laughs> Turn those effing lights off, you piece of... <laughs> and I saw him uh, I saw him get up, half-dressed. He didn't have a shirt on. And the person that turned the lights on, <laughs> it was funny now to tell. Back then, it wasn't. It was our advisor, the teacher. Okay. What's going on? How come the lights are off? Uh, I, I'm. I just. There's told, a reason for that. Yeah, I just told him we had a power failure down here. Well, why are you still doing your show? Commitment. Uh huh. And uh, and uh, Perry came out of that studio and he came out. What in the f are you doing? He saw our advisor and our advisor goes, Perry, what's going on? <laughs> He goes into the middle studio and goes, and who are they? Half dressed? <laughs> oh, he got Figure into Figure it out. He got into a lot of trouble. He goes, You got a lot of explaining to do. And I said, Yeah, you got a lot of explaining to do, Perry. <laughs> and anyway, I went into the other other uh, studio and I wanted to say, The next song is dedicated to Perry by IP Daily. You caught me with my pants <sighs> down kissing another girl. <laughs> it's the internet, I can say that. Okay. Uh, I wanted to that's, say that's all bad. That's an ACDC song, too. It's oh, it is? Caught With Your Pants Down. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> that was from 1995, I believe. So, Did they do a song called uh, All Saddled Up for the Potty Tonight? <laughs> or Don't uh, remember that one. <laughs> okay. Or Yellow... Never mind. <laughs> We're getting a little great. But anyway, that was uh, some of my uh, little uh, escapades at uh, KDXL. Funny stories, funny things we did. That seems like the perfect lead-in to the next song, actually. Actually, it is. So, um, yeah, why don't we uh, run this one? Okay, here's Twisted Sister. Let Tw her rip. Twisted Mister!
Cosmic champion and a whole mystic sign and the whole
dreams. I have dreams. You do too. <laughs> to quote a DJ friend of mine who probably a lot of people have heard of, Ron Gerber, it definitely sounds like Boston. It's Boston. Well, it's you uh, got a problem with that. No, it's it pretty close. It's uh, yeah, that's role. actually Barry Goodrow's solo album. That's right. The From, uh, was oh, it 1980, 1981, something like uh, that. Oh, let's look at this. This yeah. came out in 1980. Yeah, the fall of '80. Now I remember it. The um, yeah, that was an album. Uh, uh, well, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but uh, I guess uh, the record label were getting fed up with waiting for Tom Schultz to get done with uh, Boston's third album. Uh, Tom Schultz works very meticulously and slowly on new albums, and he always gets great results, but Mm -hmm. uh, some of the record company people uh, just, uh, you know, didn't care for that, and so they asked the other Boston members to be in the backup band with Good Row on that solo album, and uh, that caused uh, a lot of internal problems between the bands, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, so... Anyway, that song "Dreams" that sounded like a scaled down version of Boston. Great song, though. Yeah, but, uh, it's a good record. There's another good song out there called "Leaving Tonight," which is also a a great one. Uh-huh. I was a senior in high school, and that came out in our local station. Uh, there, it doesn't exist anymore, so I guess I can uh, uh, call it. It was called Stereo One Hundred One. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. Stereo One Hundred One FM and AM or whatever it was. No, the AM FM, was a, a top pop 40. station. And, yeah, they used to play that, and I think that's where I first heard that song. And another friend of mine said, oh, yeah, Boston's back with a new song. And I'm thinking at that point, it's about time, a year Almost and a half. Boston. Almost, except for one person, supposedly. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it's Barry Goodrow. Okay, he's one of the guys from Boston. So, so there. yeah, I was looking all over for that. So I, I didn't have it on uh, on any of my records, and then I finally saw the video on uh well a local rock station we had had a music video show on television and uh they uh, introduced uh the latest video by Barry Goodrow and the song came on and I was like no wonder I couldn't find it on Boston's first two albums so that's it yep anyway uh let's see what do we have before that uh oh, oh we had t- uh, tycoon tycoon such an onion such a woman <laughs> <laughs> all of those things and, uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. coming up. That was one of the biggest hits of the summer of 1979, actually. Oh, yeah, I remember that and, one And well. uh, I can remember yeah. hearing that on, uh, uh, well, on both the rock and the Top 40 stations. It was uh, all over the place. Top 40 was... stations were going rock in 1979, which was up, up this way, anyway. Disco. So, uh, no, disco was kind of disappearing by... By July of 79. Yeah, so... Uh, and, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, it, it did come out at the height of disco because I was at that high school radio station, and trust me, I had to be. I had to suffer through such a woman to every hour on the hour had to play it. I kept telling our PD, "We got to add more." It's songs. a great song. It's a good song, but why are we playing the first eleven hundred times anyway? Yeah, why? Why am I playing it on my show every day, every forty-five minutes? Because it's a hit. Play it. Well, I'll play it, but we got to add at least 20 more songs. Otherwise, we're not a top 40 station, right? We're only going to play 20 songs over and over and over. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sorry. Gag me with a Fruit Loop, please. <laughs> so, anyway, um, that was, I, 
We we needed more songs of that station. Anyway, and oh, Ty- before that, well, before that, uh, Tycoon. Oh. Do you know that they formed into Frankie and the Knockouts in the nineteen eighties? Oh, really? Yeah, uh, okay. Tycoon was a superstar band. A lot of those guys were in other bands in the seventies and a couple in the sixties, but I can't think of all the names. I did a spotlight show on songs in the basement with these guys a few years ago, and I went through the whole history, and they uh. were very interesting. And they had a female singing with them, uh, the first single that they had in 76, but or 77 or something. But anyway, um, but yeah, after that, three of the guys, I think it was three, and the other three went into other bands that made it in the mid-80s. But of course, dummy me, I can't think of them right now. It got me kind of in right field there. Oh. Center field. Anyway, but yeah, the Frankie and the Knockouts. You like Tycoon, you like Frankie. Okay. Anyway, before that was um, B.O.C., Blue Oyster called yeah, a song about mythology. Well, their own mythology, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Their book uh, from the Cultosaurus Erectus record. Black Blade. Yeah. No. A sword that no one wants to own. Yeah, that's right, because that's going to The sword the owns you. Yep. Yeah. And then it, after that was... Uh, well, before that. Before or before that. that was Twisted Mister. Yeah, that was a song I thought was appropriate for uh, the fact that uh, school was letting out. So For summer. So, for summer, forever, whatever, yeah. And uh, let's see, Alice yeah. Cooper. We were we were looking, yeah, we were looking for that that particular song, but we haven't found it yet, anyway. So, well, I got the Alice thing, but I didn't want to play it, oh. not even on your show. <laughs> okay, but we were looking for the other one, the Crocus version. Crocus covered I, it, yeah. They did a nice job with it too. Yeah, but, uh, I realized they didn't have it here. So it's one record I don't have in the basement here. So stupid me. Uh, so, anyway, um, hi. Got a song here going out. To, well, um, uh, my dad's unfortunately no longer with us, but uh, this is, uh, if he's in the great beyond listening to this show, this particular song is going out to him. Uh, this song is also appropriate when it comes to all of the Friday drivers on payday. Flying down the highway with the seatbelt hanging out the door making sparks. Uh, everyone's uh, on Friday, payday is in a hurry to get straight to the bank and then straight to the liquor store. And uh, then straight home to get that other thing that rhymes with paid. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, here we go. Yeah, okay. George Thorogood. Right here on TJ After Dark.
you do know that voice. He's uh, very familiar. Paul Rogers. I was going to say, oh, you darn, you knew. I'm sorry. I, you know everything. I blew your, yeah. your big backward <laughs> introduction. Yeah. So. Paul Rojas from uh, Free, Bad Company, Queen, the Solo. Law. The Law. The Law. Okay. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a title track uh, from his... Uh, well, the first solo album I know of that he did, anyway, Cut Loose. Uh, that album was a one-man show, actually. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, he he did uh, all the instruments, and then later that year, uh, John Fogarty did the same thing. Solo wow, yeah. album. For, yeah, his first, uh, well, no, I take that back. Uh, John Fogarty did a solo album after he left Creedence. It was, uh, he called the band the Blue Ridge Rangers, yeah, that's right, but it was did. all him. And uh, he did the same thing at the end of 1984 with the Centerfield album. So, I don't know, I guess something about, maybe that was the year to do everything yourself. So, mm-hmm. but uh, anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's another song going out to Julie Hanf. Okay. Uh, she's, she and I have always been big Bad Company fans. So, uh, mm. and the song before that, well, that was, uh, the, the song before that was Alvin Lee, uh, Detroit Diesel, actually. That's a song that uh, I used to dedicate to a gal that I went to who was originally from Detroit, who passed away uh, five years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so anyway, uh, that's going out uh, to Sandy Lachinsky Stroud out there. Um, after uh, after she and I stopped going out, well, we always remained close friends, but she got married to Theo Stroud, and uh, Sandy and Theo are both gone now. So. Uh. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, no I should get, I'll, I'll send my uh, regards out to uh, uh, Sandy's family uh, out in Michigan. So anyway, uh, well, that's going to let's see. Oh, well, before that, yeah, we played a couple things before that, didn't we? Uh, yeah, George, George. Thorogood. Thorogood. Yep. And, and the Destroyers. Uh, that's a song for uh, people uh, out there who uh, like to... Uh, take risks out on the highway so that was that was a song that my dad and i would uh crank out uh after uh when we'd be out on the road driving interstate so uh sort of an anthem song mm-hmm. easy to figure out what it's about so yeah and uh so anyway uh yeah that's about gonna do it for us for now but uh anyway uh got uh one last uh class we o- we opened up with deep purple so we're gonna close with deep purple Tony uh, likes that group. So, uh, Tony likes that group. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I just said you like that group. <laughs> okay. Yes, there's a deep meaning there. <laughs> so, it's I, your favorite it's color. Just, I don't know. It's just the way it came out. That's yeah. all. No. Uh, I just said, how long do you want to go on your first show? And well, said, no. This well, is... what on uh, two hours? I said, okay, we're coming up on two hours. <laughs> yeah. No, this is uh, my the greatest concert experience uh of my life i think i won tickets to deep purple's uh perfect strangers show at the old met center Mm -hmm. in bloomington minnesota that was in 1985 Uh and uh so uh, and then i discovered this uh import cd after this is uh from nebworth of 85 and uh you all know the song so uh thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you soon We'll see you soon. So we'll see you right after uh, on the other end of uh, Deep Purple.
Well. Fireworks. No, it's some stupid with a flare gun. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. That could be. Um, I, I'd have to uh, tell you something about uh, smock on the water. One of my close friends growing up, well, we grew up, uh, he was in Switzerland the week that happened. Oh, wow. I'm trying to find out if they, I need to get a hold of his parents uh, to find out. He brought me back a really neat watch from Switzerland, uh, December 71, that I had, I got for Christmas that year. And, of course, it got lost over the years. But you know what? It was a great watch, a space watch. But the thing is, they went out there. They were out that week. And if I remember right, they said there was some great fire out there. I'm wondering if they brought back any news clippings from it. Oh. I have to find their parents, and they live around the block to find out what what they brought back from Switzerland. They went out there December 71. I just thought of that right now. I know someone that was there. Okay. They were victims of this smoke on the water darn thing. So other than Deep Purple, yeah. The good news is that as far as I know, there were no... There were casualties. No, casualties. no, no one died. No, no I, it looks like thing. everyone got out of that complex alive. But uh, yeah, the the whole building was a, it was a big mega complex, casinos, restaurants, bars, movie theaters, everything, and the whole building was destroyed. I gotta find out where they were staying. Actually, yeah, I have a oh, lot of band. questions. Yeah, Deep uh, Purple. They were staying at a hotel just across the lake. No, no, my neighbors where, oh, where they neighbors. were. Because they could have been staying somewhere close. They okay. they didn't go there to see Frank Zappa and Deep Purple, but they went out there for vacation. Must have costed them back then at least twenty five dollars. Oh, trips are cheap back then in seventy one. Yeah, those were the days. Yeah, those were the days, my friend. They thought they should I so. stop now. Okay. Oh, by the way, this was a DJ after dark. Now it's getting light. Now it's getting light. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I Depending on when on. you started listening to this show. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this was fun. This was Tony's yeah. pilot show, and we thought we would see about uh, doing something like this. We like to kind of break some uh, ground. Thanks in, to in Mr. Held for making it sound great. So. Well, yeah, we, we, we did our best on here, so hopefully everybody out there enjoyed the show. This is Tony Johnson's show, really. I'm just a sidekick. Ouch. Ow. And um, that's going to hurt in the morning, uh, coming soon. He's, he's the music mechanic. So. Yeah, I'm I'm just the one running his board because I, I haven't shown him how to run the board yet, so he can do it on his own. Um, so what do you think about uh, your second show? Any thoughts or anything? Or have you, have I got you thoughts. That so, uh, okay. Well, we'll so, wait. We'll, we'll see. Hope everybody for... enjoyed this one anyway. Yeah. Debut show for TJ after dark. How about that? Anyway, uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, sticking with it. And um, this was just a, kind of an offshoot of the Songs in the Basement conglomerate. Yeah. Um, which we own the show. Coming from the same basement. Yeah, so. the same basement, Songs in the Basement. But anyway, this is Stuart Held speaking for TJ, Tony Johnson, and Tony Johnson speaking for himself. And Stuart. And Stuart. You are? Okay. So. You can do me better than me. Okay. So, and, and I'll have to do you better than you. <laughs> so... Anyway, uh, have fun, everybody, and uh, stay safe. You know what to do. And we'll see you next time when Tony decides to do TJ, 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 after dark, 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 dark. Peace, love, and Bobby Sherman, 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 Sherman.